You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good. Don't even do it. Good morning, everybody. It is actually a good morning. Is it? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to pull it out, man. Well, you're out of here at noon, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's there's stuff going on. You got to go take care of, which is life happens off this show as much as Colin Berger, Joey B, Jimmy Blues, and the Penguin may not believe it. Life does exist outside of this show. <laughs> All right. We had a Philadelphia Eagles game on Sunday <laughs> and went down to the wire. Not through the wire, no. but went down to the wire. We had drama. Yes. Yeah. We had drama, high noon drama, dare I say. Although technically the game was at four o'clock and it fell all the way down to the end. One final drive. And look, I, I don't think that there's any type of moral victory, or any of that other stuff. No. Right? But here's what I'll say. Very pleased with what the offense did. I am through the roof disgusted with what Jonathan Gannon has allowed himself to become. And I'll just leave it at that. Well, I hate what he chooses to be each and every week. Okay. I hate it. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm, you know, somewhat pleased with some of the performance of the offense, but it wasn't by design uh, because they came out in their first couple of possessions and were in shotgun determined to throw the football. And only when that didn't work in their first two possessions did they start to run the ball. And that's when they started to move the ball, gain first downs, and score points. So to me, the idea of this game was to revert back to what they had been. And by accident, they realized, you know, during the game, hey, this ain't working. We got to shift again. It's not what they want to do. And it pisses me off. Well, you know, your purpose is to win the game. And like, I. I can't say it enough. And people say, well, you know, might say I repeat myself. But anytime you have a left tackle that's six foot eight, 380 pounds, a left guard that's six foot six, 360 pounds, 
damn it, if you're not running the ball, you're doing your team an awful injustice. Hmm. Just run to the left side. That's all you have to do. Run to the left side. And oh, by the way, that right tackle's pretty good also. The center mm-hmm. is pretty good also. So why keep bumping your head against the wall? Well, you understand ownership. Mm-hmm. Has their hands in there, digging around, <laughs> you know, fidgeting around. Get the hell out of here. Let's go with wins games. <laughs> I don't need uh, Tom Terrific back there. They ran the I ball 39 times. What are you guys all upset? I know, about? but that wasn't the design in the first two <laughs> possessions. They they happened into that because they had to. It's it, 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 You could tell what the game plan is by what they're doing in their first couple of plays. They game wanted to plan. run shotgun and throw the ball. Those things go to shit all the time. Look what happened against the Raiders. They came out with a great game plan, and we killed them for going away from what works. In this place, they came out with something that didn't work, and then right. they stuck with something that did work. That's and, 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 but, but that's that's no better. Yes, it is. It is better. It's better by a million times over. No, it is. They I should have started with that. They knew that this tar- Chargers team was vulnerable to the run. Oh, come they on. keep Look. wanting to try to pound a square peg into a round hole. They threw 17 times. You guys are upset over a guy who threw 17 times and they ran 39 times after running, what, 46 times against Detroit. Here's where I here's where I think I differ with you two, and I'm pretty surprised at this, to be honest with you. If you look at the box score from this week and last week, it's the exact same. Yet look at the different game and the different circumstances that played out and the different game script and the different flow to it. That's an identity. For two straight weeks, we have a rush-heavy identity. Harry, I I, I understand you where you're coming from. Show. What's you that? Watch the you, you watched the post-game show. No, I had. I, I did not. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Damn, not you, Damn you. No. Seriously, oh, go ahead. Pal- That's what I said. That's what I said. What is that? What do you got, a Rolex? No, this is a, uh, that thing you is know, bad. one of my, my Invictus. It's not an Invictus. Okay. But, um, no, I mean, that's exactly what I said. I see an identity. But also see an identity on the defensive side of the ball. I see there's mistrust in the athletes that he has on the field. Their mistrust with the players themselves, with other facets of the game and and, 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 and positions. I see the mistrust in his ability to call plays that will help him out and take advantage of your skill, their skill set. There's no way our DB should have been playing back against an offensive line like that. See, the mistrust comes from the coach not trusting the D-line to get there, so the DBs played off because of that. Right. Thinking that they were just going to be able to throw the ball down the field on deep plays. If they'd have trusted the fact that they could go in and and play tight on those wide receivers, who were big wide receivers, Mm -hmm. who aren't necessarily guys that are speed guys, get up there in their face, reroute them a little bit. Make that hesitation be there to give them just that much more time to get to the quarterback. But what do they do? They play off. Mm-hmm. And that's what my baritone is going to be about this week. The mere fact that they play it off instead of, you know, getting up tight on those wide receivers. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Utterly ridiculous. I don't understand this game plan that he, he's trying to do. Nick Sirianni to stay his ass from over the offensive side of the ball and be on the defense, excuse me, defensive side of the ball the entire week this week. Can we See, all agree on that, on? Though, at the very least? I, I know we have a, a disagreement, which I love. Don't get me wrong. But is there anybody that's left 
that's going to defend Jonathan Gannon out there? Is, oh, is there no. anybody in this city that could possibly come to the table and defend what we keep seeing? What now? The fifth no. guy to throw over 75? We yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, the Chargers chose not to kick a couple of field goals. You know, they, they went for it on fourth down because that's the identity of that coach. He does this a lot, apparently. Yes. But th they were just like, they didn't even use their punter again. Like, this has happened to the Eagles multiple times this season, I believe, where the punter on the other team doesn't even play. It's it's unbelievable how bad you, this defense is. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Are you serious, Harry? Yeah, they turned it over on downs twice where they could, could have kicked field goals. They could have kicked. Oh, no, I remember that, but the punter didn't even punt. No, the no. punter didn't even play. They, wow. He could have been deactivated. For all, for all they care. Game tonight off. Yeah, they, they chose not to kick a 19-yard field goal on their first possession, and then a, a couple of possessions later, they chose not to kick a 48-yarder. That yeah. shows you how scared they are of this Eagles offense, number one. And number two, they're like, hey, man, we, you know, we don't even need to try to kick field goals. We're, we got this game. We got this team. 32 of 38. It's unbelievable. For 356, too. Like, he's going downfield. 49, yeah. 23, 23. Right. These are the longs. Right. It wasn't like all dink and dunk no. stuff, man. I mean, that, that kid's unbelievable. He's going to be a superstar. Dude, he yes. is the real deal. He is. Eight yeah. guys had long receptions of at least double yeah. digits, and the minimum is 14 yards. Yeah. How about all those tight ends they have? They got like guys like six, 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 eight running out there catching balls. <laughs> yeah, Donald Parm is coming out here like yeah, he's, uh, he's six eight, I think. <laughs> did he play hoops? I he must have. I gotta do some research. Right, on what, him. what do you know about Donald Parm? I don't know anything about him because he wasn't even on a depth chart a couple months ago. Go. And that Williams kid's pretty good too. Yeah. Evidently they are pretty good because they let Hunter go because of him. Right. Oh, you know where Palm Hunter Henry? Stetson. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, Parm went to Stetson? He did. In Florida? Yeah. Well, that's like a division two school, I think. Well, you I remember saying that, yeah. But eight behemoth moving around the field like that. I don't think he'd go to Gettysburg College and that guy's getting looks. <laughs> oh my goodness man yeah. I, I don't know like i i don't feel i don't feel as bad like here's the thing though and and this is where i think ultimately it it comes to a head where if you feel like and i see the stream getting after mcmullen yeah it's fine by me because apparently he must have been all moral victoried up this morning <laughs> but if if you were pleasantly surprised if you were okay, if you were happy, if you were good with the offense, or if you're reluctant to give credit, wherever it may be that you you stand on here, the bottom line is, as good as I feel about this offense, or as much as Harry to Barrett want there to continue to be improvement, which I do too, don't get you wrong, none of it matters if your defense is this. If this is your defense, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, the other guy that we saw on the other side of the field here, Justin Herbert, nobody is overcoming a defense that's allowing, that's encouraging the opposing court. Do you understand what Bridgewater could do? Yeah. 50 of 50 next. Right. He's already right. deadly accurate. Right. He'll dink and dunk you to death. And that's the problem. We're not giving the guys a chance to play. You know, I mean, I, I did my baritone on, on the play. It was in the first half where they were on the goal line. On the goal line, on the one-yard line. Yeah. One-yard line. And they pick up. They pick up on a third and seven. Nine yards. Because Nelson played back. If you got to look at the other side, you have Slay and Avani Maddox playing five yards off their guys. 
four yards off their guys. He's he's it, it, this is no lie. He is literally nine yards back off the ball. And then when the ball snaps, he drops back another five yards and then comes up to make the play on Guyton. But he didn't make a play to stop the first down. It was three yards past the first down yardage. When, you know, you got to understand situational football. If you're backed up like that, please understand that all the quarterback did was, all right, this is what I'm going to do. All right, all right, on, this, on, on the left side, I have guys playing tight. You know, one guy is four yards off the ball, one you guys five yards of the ball. On the other side, this guy's nine yards off the ball. We only got to get seven yards. Guess right. where I'm going pre-snap? He put his head up as soon as the ball snapped and threw it straight to him. He just ran a simple comeback for a first down. How about everybody else, like the defensive line, trying to work their ass out to try to get to the quarterback, linebackers double-teaming the tight ends because they were killing us, and you have one guy playing nine yards off, and that's where they complete the ball at. Hmm. How pissed off is everybody else? You got 10 other guys playing tight and playing good football while one guy's playing nine yards off. Right. That's the problem, man. <laughs> that's the problem right there. You know what Come else on. is the problem? Is our friend Derek Barnett showed up again yesterday. Rearing oh, his ugly head. Rearing huh? his ugly head it's on a third him. and six. It's always him. It's at the Philadelphia Eagles 28-yard line. What the hell? Jumps offside on a hard count. And did you see the reaction of Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat on the other side? They were just like, you got to go back and look at it. It's on Jeff McClain had uh, tweeted, uh, I believe, the video of the play. And you can just see Fletcher Cox is almost down on his knees and he just like slumps over, like, oh my, you gotta be kidding me. It was like, you gotta be kidding me. What, what was worse, that or Embiid's reaction to Simmons passing up the dunk? <laughs> I I think – Now, this, take the magnitude of the moment out. Like, I get it. It's game yeah. seven and all that. But those were two, I, I think, comparable moments as yeah, well. Yeah, they are. I, th- I think I think they're they're equal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that puts things in perspective. Yeah, yeah. We all and, and the it, Eagles man. were up 17-16 at that point. So you hold them to a field goal there. Maybe they do kick the field goal there. Right. You know, who knows? You end up maybe winning the game. That's man. ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Tara, he's got more defensive offsides than he has sacks this year. Mm-hmm. Jeff Kurt tweeted that out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's a fact. <laughs> Jeff Kurt don't lie. No, Kerr, Kerr don't lie. Ball may lie every now and again, but Kerr don't lie. Right. You know, you know they went on two 15-play drives. The Chargers. Yeah. Well, they here's went the from the one to one. They went to the one yard yeah, line. And to one, one ended up in no points because they right. went for it at uh, fourth and goal and didn't get in to the Eagles credit. They're never going. And, and that's the crazy thing about it. They're never really going to be able to stop teams consistently throughout a game when you're allowing that quarterback, whoever it is, to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And think about it. You grind the clock down, keeping the ball in play. So Herbert didn't always have to take these big strikes, but chunks of yardage as well as the clock moving. And you know that the quarterback's going to be able to complete passes. So it's really tough, really tough. And that's why I think the best game plan they had was in the first half where they were keeping that Chargers off. Now, granted, the Chargers went for it, what, two times in the first half, right? And missed it. Yes. So you can look at points, be it. But even still, those are field goals. That's six points total, at least in the first half. So maybe that's a difference. But it felt like the Eagles were doing their part as well. 
moving the ball, keeping the clock moving, right? Like keeping that offense off the field, which is what mm-hmm. you'd want to do. That's and then the it just defense. turned into a shootout. Right, right. That's our best defense right now. Yeah. It's to run the rock, keep their offense off the field. Yeah. That's the only way we can. Now you look at the quarterbacks that they have coming up. You mentioned Teddy Bridgewater. How about the win they got on the road against Dallas as a 10-point underdog? Yeah. Beat the I, I didn't get to watch any of that game, really, because I was doing a show at the time. But I keep seeing the score, and I'm like, what? what is Dak doing? Like, I, did anybody – were you able to watch any of it? I mean, I what, watched was it. he just off all day or what? No, it, it, Denver just out-physicaled him. Yeah, they were all really? in space. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they, they – um. They really just were just – I mean, there was a lot of times where Dak would overthrow guys or guys would just drop balls. It just didn't mm-hmm. seem like they were totally into the they game. They were just not in sync yeah. at all. Like they no. would just sleepwalk, oh, we'll beat this Denver team, no problem. Right. You know, it's, We're 10-point favorites. We'll walk all over them. Didn't that line and, go from like 7 earlier in the week to 10, Aton, by game time? I got it at 10. I, I didn't even realize this. I think it opened up at 10. Because I got it last Sunday. I, I saw something pop into my account after the game. I was like, what happened here? And I looked all the way back. I must have got in last Sunday mm. when the line first opened up. But it was 10, 10 and a half. And then it, it dipped all the way down to nine. So I think it might have dropped. I don't think any lower than nine. But a lot of money was going on Denver. And then it so moved back Denver? up. And that, yeah. But I it was just a blind, like last Sunday, I just... Place and that, and that would have all been any movement like that would have been that maybe Dak wasn't going to play and then he right. was going to play. It's not, it had nothing to do with Von Miller being traded. Trust me. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I would have thought Denver that was taking a lot of money. Yeah. No, a lot of money. So they have Teddy covers next week on the road and then they get Simeon. They get a Teddy little covers. break there. <laughs> uh, then they get Daniel Jones twice over the next couple of weeks. They get Heineke twice over the next couple of weeks. Whoever the quarterback is for the Jets. They get on the road, and then they probably get Cooper Rush because the Cowboys will have everything sewn up by Week 18. 17. Maybe, yeah, you, you would think. Although, who knows how they're playing? I'll tell you, the Giants have now become a, a much more difficult team to beat from the Philadelphia Eagles standpoint because the problem is that Daniel Jones sucks when you put pressure on him. Mm-hmm. But anybody in the NFL can. Cooper Rush can complete passes. When there's nobody in front of them. Well, guess what the Eagles are going to do? Yeah. They're going to allow Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is going to look like Jalen Hurts earlier in the season, running yeah. all over the place and throwing all over the place. Yeah. And that's going to be a tough one unless this defense tightens up. Tighten it up. Eagles got zero sacks yesterday. Come and, on, and, Barrett. Zero sacks. And that's the problem because they have the personnel to play more aggressive. Right. They have the personnel. For the first time in a long time, they have DBs that can cover. Legitimate DBs that can cover. And we don't use them. We don't use them. It's so asinine, man. It really pisses me off. Well, they, you we know, can, then they got the you know, bad break of get, losing Slay. I mean, that was that was pretty big. That was huge. Yeah, it was huge. That was huge. <laughs> yeah. That was now, huge. Saquon Barkley's injury status. Uh, I'm not sure what it is myself. The stream is wanting to know. Oh, no. Um, how long is Saquon Barkley out? We got to figure this out. Because that, how did you get catch any of that Saints game yesterday? I mean, that, oh, yeah. that was an awful football game. Yeah, no, I, I, I was on earlier, so I had to watch that crap. They play Atlanta? Yeah, yeah they right. lost. No. No, yeah, they lost. It was, it was, no, it was a terrible game. They were up, and then Patterson had a hell of a catch. Yeah. Right down the sideline. 
couple of crazy finishes. Do you see yeah. that one? And then also, how about that Ravens-Vikings game? Ravens-Vikings game was nuts. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I'm riding the Ravens minus five. I thought that was absolutely torched. Here comes Lamar, like the 50 to one long shot, and down the stretch they come. Uh, Lamar Jackson and this offense come firing back. They tie it. They take the lead. They're up by a touchdown. I'm thinking, okay, just exhale for a second. And then I'm reminded that the Vikings are going up against the league worst passing defense in the Ravens. So they march down the field like it's nothing, tie the game up. It goes to overtime. I'm still good because they don't kick the extra point. But right. the six is going to cover my five-point ticket. And, of course, these crumbs, absolutely crumbs, <laughs> kick the field goal to win the game. It's looking like maybe uh, Barkley may return after their bye week. They're on the bye week this week, and then they come back and face Tampa. Uh, so Barkley may be available then. Yeah, Barkley hasn't even – like, here's the thing. Devontae Booker ran for a, a pretty good game yesterday. Like, Barkley's better than Devontae Booker, but the Giants' run game hasn't really suffered a ton. Mm -hmm. Bro, I, I can't even look forward to you. I, I'm not going to do it to myself. Because I caught myself early, you know, Borkan got me all hype up, you know. I'm listening no. to him, you know, talking about playoff. I shouldn't even listen to that, John. Oh my God. I, I would set have myself shut that down days. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. What's happening with that? I, I would have given him the Heisman right on the right on the set, right there. You <laughs> so shut down. that down. <laughs> Get the playoffs out your mouth. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, and, and, and Ray's looking at him like he Ray, Ray took his pen like this. He he's looking at me like this. With his pen. Uh, I'm not gonna do it, Mike. Right. I'm not doing it. Right. We are not. We are not talking about playoffs. I'm not gonna do it. And how about Buffalo laying an egg? That was Jacksonville. Rough. That was really bad. That was kind of a crazy ending too. Yesterday was. If anybody was betting live, then you you probably cleaned up because a lot of these games just stayed the course throughout and that game was one of them where mm -hmm. you just thought to yourself at some point buffalo is going to pull away here and then it just got tighter and tighter and tighter josh i mean that team was just so disinterested but at the same time they lost you can't take anything away from no. Jacksonville. you know buffalo's been starting out uh slow in the last couple of weeks and and they never got it going yesterday their offense is kind of sputtering a little bit here. Yeah, they never got anything going, yeah. which is crazy because you look at a couple of these guys, like Diggs didn't have a terrible game, right? It's just turnovers. Josh mm -hmm. Allen turned the ball over. Yeah. Well, you know, you look yep. at not just not just NFL, but college was the same way. Like I'm I'm, I'm sitting back looking at Michigan State game. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Purdue's they, you know, they're just, you know, playing well just right now. All right, eventually, you know, Michigan State's gonna start running a rock, uh -huh. things are gonna start. You know, fall. Well, he ran it for a buck forty-eight and had a touchdown. He ran it well, but we could, they couldn't stop anybody no, in after that. No. You, I tell you, you don't want to roll into Ross Age Stadium, highly ranked, uh, undefeated, <laughs> right. because Purdue will take you out. The only thing that Ohio was, State they, yeah, all the they time. could never. They weren't really great stopping the pass anyway, and that was the only thing that Purdue was going to be able to do was throw the football. Yeah, that wide receiver they have, David is Bell, spectacular. is impressive. Yep. And look, you know, we talked about when was this? Was this the Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan State game? Mm -hmm. And it was the reason why I thought Michigan was going to win that game coming into the weekend. And then I flip flopped and took Michigan State with the points. But Michigan State is so volatile outside of Kenny Walker. 
Like he's, they're so volatile. They commit turnovers. They, they commit penalties. They're not great getting teams off third down. Like if you look at the metrics, they shouldn't be undefeated by any means. No question about it. And you figure like at some point that's going to catch up to them. I didn't think it was going to be Purdue. I thought it was the week before. Madness now in the Big Ten. Purdue took Iowa out too earlier in the year at home. Yep. So yeah, that Big Ten West, that Big Ten West is crazy. Like everybody's like four and two. There's like four. I think there's three or four teams tied. Wisconsin is now emerged. They're in the driver's seat because they beat Iowa. Yeah. Now Joey B's got some good information for Eagles fans traveling to Denver. Oh yeah, is that right? Okay. He says, "Do not, in all caps, rent a car." Take the train or Uber to your hotel, and the stadium is a short walk from downtown. Save the money on the rental car. Don't do it. How much is a rental car anyway, though? I don't know. I have no idea. No, I had to rent a a car. It cost me 70. 70 a day? a day, yeah. Okay. Now, you had the luxury. You needed one out in Long Island. Well, this is different. Well, I'm talking about where I'm going today. I just. No, you had to get uh, a car, too? I had to get a car, man, and it's, it's, it's. Wow, it's, it's well, pretty It's not only right? the rental of the car, though, he points out. Parking in, in Denver downtown is 50 bucks a night. What? Uh-huh. 50 bucks? $50 a night. That's so. worse than Miami. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty bad. Well, they know they're going to get you by the... The short the, hairs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's going to singe your short hairs. You see that? That's a nice city, though, man. That's a real Denver's nice city, beautiful. Uh-huh. Beautiful city. How about that Wake North Carolina game? That was nuts. That was a great I hope game you had the also. over on that one, Aton. Uh I had a play on that. I think I had UNC. That running back three. for UNC is something. Ty Chandler. Yeah, I mean, that Vegas. game was ridiculous. What, what was the final on that? 98-55. Yeah, over 100 points. Yeah. So how about this? You, you want a quick one here before we break? The under is, I think it's 21-5. and five. Or twenty five and it's twenty five and five, or god damn it, I think it's twenty one and five. Okay, so the under is twenty one and five when top twenty five teams play this year. Hmm. So we have five matchups this week. Yeah, this, this week's a good week. It is. It's a great yeah. week. And that, my friends is an opportunity if there's ever for a round robin. You got Oklahoma at Baylor, Baylor coming off a bad loss, Oklahoma off a bye, Mississippi State at Auburn, top 25 matchup, uh Minnesota at Iowa, top 25. Yep. Um oh, oh, Texas A&M at Old Miss, that's a good one. Great. Both of them are ranked. North Carolina State at Wake. And is that the last one? I think it is. Five I had. Yeah, they're, they're those are good though. I'm telling you, man, there's something too that the unders when these two teams play, when top twenty five teams play, mm-hmm. the under twenty one and five looks like. You say Thursday night football. Thursday night football. Thursday night's got the UNC uh, pit game. That's a yeah, that's a good one. Right? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, Friday. Um, Friday, Cincinnati at USF. Right. Yep. You're right, man. I mean, anybody watch an Ole Miss game this week? Yeah, I did not. I did the battle not of the quarterbacks. It. I had oh, uh, the Liberty game. Liberty. Yeah, yeah. The I kid had, Willis threw a couple of picks though. Terrible. Right. I yeah. had ten plus ten, and yeah. and he he screwed it. And and that game went way under. I think a lot of people were on the over, thinking that both teams were just going to light up the scoreboard. It didn't happen. 
Now they've been Ole Miss has been hit or miss with these big numbers too. Yeah, I tell you, I I was watching and I get it. Like he doesn't have NFL talent around him, but I'm not in any rush to replace Jalen Hurts with that young man from Willis. Liberty. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not in a rush to replace Hurts with anybody uh, that's, that's going to graduate this year. Mm. Seriously, the crop is 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 is. It's the one of the worst. Well, I'm not gonna say the worst crops, but this is one of the the non-impactful, you know, quarterback crops we've seen in a long time. I mean, these mm. guys aren't gonna come out and be instant starters, have like we've seen before. You know, it is it, is it's probably not. It's not even as good as last year. This 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 yeah. year's just passed. This year just passed, man. It, it, yeah. There was not a real dynamic guy in the bunch. I tell including you, watch, the first rounder in Lawrence. Watch out in a year or two. I think it might be two years till he can come out. This Tyler Van Dyke kid at Miami is oh, yeah. looking freshman. really good. <laughs> yes. And and he's got all kinds of freshmen around him. Miami's going to be really good in about a year or two. Oh, yeah. no question. No yeah. question. You know, I mean, yeah. we could have had that. Well, why can't we have nice things? You know, we could have mm-hmm. came and coached our guys up like that. No, uh, I don't know if, how. If long... he'd have had success here, he'd have been gone in two years anyway. He was a <laughs> short termer. Trust me. Yeah. But you look at it, man. Look, I don't know how long you're going to have a head coach in Temple, man. Well, I don't want. No, him. no, no, no. Oh, you, oh, you don't want. They're, they're going to get rid of him after the season's over. You think? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You want to? You want to hear a number real quick? You want to see a dead body? <laughs> Go ahead. Jalen Rager is at 7.6 yards per reception this season. Wow. From Brandon Lee Gowton. Wow. That's 144 out of 159 qualified players. Dead last out of all qualified wide receivers. There you go. He was a big part of the offense yesterday. Quez Watkins was on the field for almost every snap offensively and got how many targets? I don't mind that because we were running the rock. Yeah, I know, but yeah, still, that's the straight off. You got to stretch the field a little bit, don't you? Well, yeah, yeah but do. yes, but here we go again. You you can't please Harry. Harry's just upset today. Uh, why? You know that stash is? is coming in nice. You should be happy. No, the stash is looking looking fly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But you know what? You know, there's only one thing I'm gonna say about us running the ball the way we're running it. Uh, hold, hold on, you hold on, hold on. Can can you expand on it? Because I want we have to take a break. Yes. Yeah, right. we do. All right, so when we come back, you're going to start off with that one thing, right? What Tease was it, baby. Thing? Tease it, yes. All right, there you go. We're back. <laughs> At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. 
turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Oh yeah. Now, you remember the lyrics to the song? <laughs> you see this new thing that came out from Shams? Uh, Sham Sharana. No, Sharania? I didn't see this uh, just in the last couple minutes. Yeah, not I Sharona. No. That was a great hit by the Knack. I <laughs> Sharona. Great song, man. <laughs> what else did they have? Oh, wait, who, who was it? The Knack. Yeah, what else did they have? They had a couple other hits. Give me your uh, top album. five knack hits. Go I ahead. don't know if they had five. Can you build a Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Can we go four? Yeah, could you go top three? Top three at three. You know, that mm. we do it every day at three o'clock. It's the top three at three. Yeah. Top three at three. <laughs> Where are we going? Oh. <laughs> uh, Daryl Morey, apparently, and this is the latest, according to The Athletic, Ben Simmons has provided the Sixers with the names of each of his mental health professionals. The franchise has sought further details, but Simmons must consent due to patient confidentiality. We'll get into this a little deeper because there's something else going on to it, but Barrett teased something that we have to reward now that we're back. Yes. That's the run game. Well, you look at the run game, man. I'm loving the fact that we're running the ball. We're imposing our will on the offense. We're running and dictating what we want to do on offense. And we hadn't done that the entire season. But we're now doing that. We're running a rock and passing when we want to do it, not when they're saying we need to do it. So that's great. But you didn't have to take the next progression as far as how you run this offense. Mm -hmm. Like they ran a lot of 13 personnel, one running back, three tight ends. Well, in that one running back, three tight end offense, you got to have a play action pass to come off of that. Exactly. And this is where you can get Dallas Goddard open. You can get Tyree Jackson. How about mm-hmm. that? Buffalo quarterback. He had now a couple tied snaps in. yesterday. Yes. Yeah. How about we put him in a position where he's one-on-one against a safety or a cornerback when you're running play action? That's what you want. So we need to take that next step into progression of becoming a dominant offense 
with the tight ends, with play action, move the pocket a little bit, get you know get 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 Jalen Hurts out on the corner on a boots. We didn't run any boots, mm. no waggles. Well, the we roots have, of like that, that offense haven't been established yet, Barrett. They're still in in seed form. And I love okay. it. Let's just keep watering them. I'm just giving you a little bit. I'm giving you a little bit of some little fertilizer. Need fertilizer, where right? We're, where we're going into yeah. the next step, the next progression in this offense. I mean, it's going to be one of those one of those New England type of offenses when you know Gronk made his 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 debut. Gronk and what's the other the tight end is dead now. Um, Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah. It yeah. could be that type of offense. Well, they don't have another guy like that to Wait match. A second. You're just what do you, mean? you got Goddard you're, and you got Jackson. Yeah, you're. I'm not. What is <laughs> Jackson is fresh out of college. Yes, he hasn't even caught a pass yet. Caught a pass yet. What are you talking just, about? Comparing him to Aaron Hernandez. Off my pedestal. I'm you said you were going to give me this opportunity. This you is said your you this opportunity. Just this, knock me off the pedestal. This is from let me sitting going, next okay? to Barkan. <laughs> Seriously, they're gonna be Gronkowski and Hernandez. Just put put some blue glasses right. on me, and I'll I'll take my hat off. I got a little gray hair. They got the three-headed monster, <laughs> Howard Scott Gainwell. Are you kidding me? It's like Deuce all over again. Oh. I was going too far. I caught myself too. I caught myself. <laughs> I shouldn't have snickered. You know, you guys caught as soon as I snickered. Oh. You guys like caught it right then and there. Wow. Jumped on it. I, I don't know. I, I think this is uh, this was a day where I, I was this offense was the way in which they played. They were good enough to win this game. I don't know how you could look at the defense. Harry mentioned it. They How many minutes were taken off of the clock in two of those drives? Well, Ten I, minutes? I don't have the minutes, but I'm sure. I mean, they outpossessed plays. them uh, 33 to 27, but they had two 15 play drives. One play drives. In a score, they had another ten play drive and a nine play drive as well to go with it. Uh, it's ridiculous. No punts. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that defense. Here's the thing. Maybe it's just a week, and I'll concede that it's just a week. But and it's a volatile thing that moves up and down. I think more so for the offense than it does the defense. But for two straight weeks, he and and yes, Harry brought up a reason why. So there's always a why to it. I get it. But for two straight weeks, we've seen consistency and we've seen either a planned or a reacting commitment to the run. On mm -hmm. defense, it took this guy one week, one week to go back to his true colors on defense, which is to allow everything in front of him to happen. Like, I I'm not in, in fire Sirianni mode. I'm not in replace Jalen Hurts mode. But how can anybody look at this team and not want Jonathan Gannon out right now today? I know. G Gannon's going to get sacrificed. We all He's see gotta it. He's got to be, though. We all, we see, all it. see it. <laughs> we all see it. By the way, they have bring in. They're gonna bring in a. They're going to bring in a, a, an older, more settled coach that, you know, let 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 this um this head coach slash tight um, – Hensel slash, slash, you know, guy that's going to call the offense, but he's not the offensive coordinator, run things on that side of the ball and just leave this guy over here. I mean, that's what you do with young young teams. Like, that's what you do with young um, head coaches. Maybe you allow them to go do their thing where they do their thing yet, and then you have a guy over here that can, you know, run okay. the offense. I mean, run the defense. Barrett, I think you actually have shed some light on what happened because the assumption. I, 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 Wade Phillips, yep. Right, and but here's the thing. The, it's not even Wade or anybody else out there. They had that in-house. I think their honest plan 
was once they realized Doug Peterson ain't coming back, the guy tanked the exit interview. He came, Jeffrey Lurie said, all right, take this rough draft, go home, come back with a final draft, and Doug didn't even touch it. Like, he came back with the same list of coaches that he wanted. He was out. And what did they do? They went back to Jim Schwartz, and they gave him, or at least they tried to give him, more money. And in that case, they knew they were going to bring in somebody like Sirianni where they say, all right, you just take care of the defense. It's your side. You don't have to worry about anybody stepping or encroaching over you. So I think they tried to do that. But Schwartz was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'd rather. How retire. long ago was he going after that? Um, they fired Doug. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. A couple of not days, long. probably. Not long at all. Was no. it before or after Doug? No, no. But here's the thing. The gate, the meeting the meeting in which it was Doug's fate was sealed happened before the news comes out with anybody. Like right. that was the exit interview where Jeffrey Lurie goes back and was like, that's it where he wanted the new list of coaches and Peterson gave him the same exact list. So the plan was to always bring Jim Schwartz back with more money and have him control the defense, but not be the head coach because they didn't offer him the head coach job. They just offered him a bump in pay to be the D.C. Right. right. So they weren't going to bring in Bill Cower with Jim Schwartz already running the defense and, and full autonomy on defense is my point. It would have to be somebody similar to Nick Sirianni. So I think they were I think they were preparing for what you're saying. And because for whatever reason. We've wasted a year on defense at the very least. We've wasted right. a year on defense. Schwartz. Uh, issued his statement that he wasn't coming back on January the 7th, and Peterson was fired on January the 11th. See? See? Yeah, but that, that meeting, though, happened before Schwartz's statement. If no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you the exact days when each guy was out. I, well, you know I, what? I, I get that. You're right. But, it's but I thought that, you know, in all actuality, they fired Doug because of Carson. Right. Carson wanted Doug out of there. He didn't like Doug. They weren't getting along. They weren't speaking to each other. He could so they fired him. So then they go fire, you know, a, a knee-jerk reaction. They go they go hire Sirianni thinking, all right, we're going to get, you know, a disciple of, of, of the officer coordinator that he loved so much. You know, Frank Reich's one of his disciples. Indeed I'm going to bring like. him in, and, and, and he's going to make everything right. Carson's mm -hmm. going to want to stay here because, you know, he's got a guy that's just like, Frank Wright. Hmm. And what happens? He ends up leaving anyways. Right. They trade Correct. him anyways. Correct. Because, because so all this stuff a, is like it's, Indy it's, had it's, a 40 year old quarterback that was that was retiring. And, and Carson right. so happens the here. openings up. What? Nobody wanted any part of here. Doug right. tanked the interview. Jim Schwartz right. earned down more money. Carson was appeased or at least appealed to, as Barrett said, laid out that they fired the guy that they weren't talking to. And Carson still said no. We talked to Rob Motty that whole summer. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wanted out of here. <laughs> See? Well, I here's the thing. How do you bring in somebody better than Gannon? Because you're gonna have to bring in somebody like you're gonna have to bring in somebody who's basically the assistant head coach as well as the wow. defensive coordinator, right? They also need two, at least two of those three first-round picks to go to the defensive side of the ball if they're going to stick with Jalen Hurts. Well, the, you would the, think. You the would perfect think so. scenario, the perfect scenario to me is uh, go out there and, you know, just, just redo everything and then bring in Deuce. 
Can you imagine if Deuce came back? That what, team as a head would, coach? Yes, that team would run <laughs> through a brick wall for him. But what did we just do this year? <laughs> I'd be like, bro, if you brought back Deuce, I guarantee this team would 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 run through a wall for him. You know what I'm saying? He would instantly make them more credible as far as a team that, you know, understanding that he knows what he's got going on. He, he knows what to do. Wouldn't that be such a waste of a year? Well, we're wasting a year right now. No, I know. But of all people, the guy that was here that had to go right. to Detroit only to come back and take the job. <laughs> man. Wishful wow. Thinking, man. I'm just saying wishful thinking, man. That would be something. It's amazing to see that, how this yeah. whole thing has played out. So, real quick, I, I wanted to, to touch on this as well here for Barrett Jets. Well, you know, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I will say this. I don't dislike Nick Sirianni, though. You should. I don't. Why? He's, I don't he doesn't, like him. He doesn't like you. What I don't you dislike I don't. Here's my thing. I don't what dislike him, but I don't like him either. I'm out on this whole. Does this that make whole, any uh, sense? I'm out yeah. on, on the whole activity. Like I don't like. <laughs> I don't like his choices. Experiment is an activity. I don't like his choices. <laughs> I'm out. But I think wow. he's probably a really nice dude. He seems like he's a. He's like seems like he's a good guy. You know. Right. Yeah. But you work in media long enough, and and you know that there are plenty of nice people that don't belong where they sure. are. I'm so one of them. Think he belongs as a head coach. Do you? Two straight weeks against Detroit and the Chargers. He's established an identity. He's run the football. They look coherent. They look like a team. But it's two of nine weeks. Yeah. I'm not willing to give him an extension yet. I'm just willing to put off for the week. Don't right. fire him. Right. We. I'm not like, getting out the guillotine either. No. Right. No. I am for Jonathan Gannon. There's, there's yes. no way Jonathan Gannon can continue to exist as the defensive coordinator here. Yeah, I, I just I don't understand what we're doing. I don't. You 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 would not get any backlash or kickback from me in saying that because I mean my, my mom used to tell me all the time, a hard head make a soft behind. Yes, you understand that. You know what I'm saying? He's being hard headed in the way he's calling this defense, and I don't want to hear anything about you know all oh, the person the personnel pack the personnel you have there you can win with. Wow. You have guys up front that can rush, they can stop the run. Linebackers are are, are are starting to turn the corner. You know, TJ Edwards is starting to turn the corner, and he's bringing Singleton and, and uh, Davion Taylor with him. They're starting to get a little better. You have DBs that could cover. You do. Your cornerbacks are pretty good, and you right. have one safety. We all see one safety. Yeah, no that, pass rush. That's you can't get a pass rush when the ball is out the ball and one through three go. Gone. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three, boom, it's gone. Yeah. So that's You're what not they need to address enough. in the draft. Schematically, it's not right. messed up. Right. No, I'm telling you, schematics are they're playing off because the coach is telling them to play off. Mm -hmm. You got two corners in Nelson and Slay that want to get up and mix it up. They want to be man-to-man -man corners. They can play man-to-man. -man. They're, they're there to take your first and your second best receiver out the game. But we don't allow them to. There's not a trust yet from 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 them to think that our the D line can 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 right. get there, but they can get there if you allow. They can't get there if it's one two three and the ball's out of his hand. He can't go up to the line and it's 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 it's, it's third it's third and seven, it's third and seven, 
And he comes to the line. He got two DBs on one side playing tight. One at four yards and one at five yards. And then you look on the other side, and he's got guy at nine yards. So as soon as he gets to the ball, and he gets, as soon as he steps up, he knows exactly where the ball is going. And not only did he look, I mean, he just stared it down. He looked up and just, boom, zipped it out there to him. Because they knew what play to run against it. Right. They knew that they were going to be backed up like that. Yep. And that's the defensive concept that you can't allow, man. You can't allow that. Well, think about this, right? And and we saw it, to your point about how this thing played out. We saw this manifest once again. I think it, it was clearly not evident as obvious as it is in Detroit because you're up by a million points. But these guys, there was a noticeable fatigue in the fourth quarter looking at the two different defenses for me. So mm-hmm. what my eyes picked up, fellas, was the Chargers just aren't that talented when it comes to tackling guys, when it comes to stopping the run. But they weren't gassed. They weren't hand over. The Eagles were just dripping. They were gassed. It was harder for them to hit certain angles, even just basic stuff. Yeah. Because they're on the field forever. I know. Yes. Because yeah. this defense, like Jonathan Gannon thinks he's outsmarting people by keeping everything in front of him. It doesn't matter if there are quick plays where the ball's going out of bounds and nobody's even hitting outside of the lineman. Like, it doesn't matter. Men are on the field an extra amount of time yeah. than they are than they're normally used to, and that's killing you in a close game. We don't really see it in a lot of close games because they haven't been in no, a lot. We of all close see games. it. No, good. You, we all could see, see it yesterday. Yeah, we all you could see obvious. it yesterday. Yeah, and their yeah. last two drives were twenty-five plays total. I mean, that's a lot in the fourth quarter when it the game's on the line. And I'd say that defensively for uh, Los Angeles. Bosa doesn't run out of energy. He could play 90 plays on defense. He that and his guy brother is the an same absolute un, he's unreal. Right. He, he and his brother, man, both of them just like it's like when they prepared to 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 go into the season, it's like they've been on a treadmill the entire yeah. off season, never he getting off of loads off the line, man. Doesn't oh. he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. amazing. Fun to watch. Oh, it is. Like like you wish we had a guy like that, <laughs> you know? That's that was supposed to be Derek Barnett, right? Well, that's what we thought. I mean, we he, explodes he, before the, he explodes before the ball snapped. The Bro, bend. he broke. Remember all the talk about oh, the, yeah. Bend. the bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he broke. Not- he broke. He broke. All I heard was he broke. Uh, Reggie, Reggie. Reggie. Sack yeah, yeah, yeah. In Reggie. Tennessee. Right. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, he was, uh, he was NFL ready. He was working out with. He was working out with with you know Chuck Smith. Chuck Smith's one of the best pass rushers Atlanta ever had. Hmm. Chuck Smith, you know, trained him himself. He was already pass rush ready to be in the league. He was a guy that was supposed to come in and and, and revolutionize pass rushing from you know uh, as soon as he stepped on the field. It's over. Just Rem- seen. remember the Cuz a couple years ago, Aton <laughs> Joey Bosa. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was like one of the co- one of the quotes that we had on the touchpad. Right on the Joey drops. Bosa. Joey Bosa. I don't know where or how the hell that came from, but that's all I think of whenever I see him in that nose. Me too. His nose, I mean, he yeah. has got a schnoz on oh, him. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> now, the stream is saying that uh, Joey Bosa eats such uh, uh, brisket from Chipotle. <laughs> so I need maybe... confirmation on that before I move with that story. Does he mix it with the chicken, though? That's what. That's the question. Can you well, mix? I don't, I don't understand. Angry Eye says, you people don't listen to his, to his analytics. 
The Eagles are being run from the analytics office. Neither coach has their own system. Somebody tells them what to uh, what to do. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I don't you know, doubt that. And that's the problem right there, man. Come on now. Analytics, you know, you don't have any feel whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Hey, out. That's crazy if that's the case, man. Well, that's look, absolutely crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know. And I can't say it's wrong. No. I can't say it's wrong. I can't say it's right. Right. Is trolling us. All right. <laughs> I could say the same thing about look, who the hell's running the Cowboys organization? Mike McCarthy looks like a fat piece of pudding. <laughs> that guy can't get in out of anything. All right. He is a disgrace to humanity. Have you seen how he looks? Oh, he looks terrible. Yeah, he, he, he looks like awful. this this job is getting to him. Who looks, looks worse? Him or Aaron Rodgers? I mean, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's in a in like a grunge band or now something. we know why he's he's on some sort of beet juice he's on hallucinogens you can't yeah. make it beet juice 24 7 man smoking peyote. oh man is, is, is peyote legal no uh depends on where you are no, I think it may, only in new mexico i think <laughs> you can get a medical yeah. card except it, don't be handling guns on a movie set with alec baldwin when you're right. on peyote in new mexico is that bad, bad things somebody on peyote do yeah. we know that no no we don't oh okay no. peyote. that has not been confirmed i'm just curious uh, deshaun uh, jackson I think says about... he's going to the raiders yeah he is going to the raiders yeah but um I, Raider I keep thinking that... embarrassing I keep... loss yesterday yeah Brutal. When I look at uh, when I look at when I look at a Rod, I do see like young guns when they were up in them them uh the Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, and they were smoking the peyote. Yeah, <laughs> they the were running around. chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what movie is this? Oh man, what, Young Guns. What a pull oh. by Barrett. Yeah, wow. Young. <laughs> is that yeah. Young Guns too? It's Young Guns too. Yeah, the chicken. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wow, you go wow. young guns two over Jesus. one. That's, that, that's like your parting shot. You're leaving the show today on young guns two. You're in violation. Bro, that's a by great. That's a great pull, bro. <laughs> you got to see, dog. I mean, man, this is everything's in slow motion. It's calmed down. You know, you know, you can you can tell that they're just wasted. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Gotta love that. Oh my goodness. But hey, I don't think anything happens to him. I think they just they may find him and that's it. Really? They're not going to suspend him or anything. I doubt it. Well, maybe they him. find Aaron Rodgers and then they maybe they dock the uh, Packers a draft pick in the sixth round or something mm. for allowing it. You got to punish the team too, right? I mean, right. they were in on it. Yeah, they I knew think... that he wasn't vaccinated. We'll see. There I, it I would, is. Yeah, I mean, it's right. Hard. I would think so. There it is. There it is. What is the conduct unbecoming, huh? Because he didn't wear a mask going off the field and on the field and dealing with players, you know he, you know he's going to be fine for that. And he attended a Halloween party, apparently. Oh, did you hear oh, about that? Oh, yeah. no, a, a maskless Halloween party. Oh, that's probably where he <laughs> caught it at, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, see, I stay home for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, you know, after once you pass that phase of going to adult parties, mm-hmm. meaning like just parties with adults to see that that co- level of costume. Once you're past that, there's no yeah, reason to go out. No reason. No. None Unless whatsoever. you're out there binging on people's food and candy. Why? Well, hey, that creep end, show in a corner. If the end of the day, if you don't have any kids that are of age yeah. to trick-or-treat, you don't need It's just a regular day. Exactly. It's just a regular day. You know what I'm saying? 
So just yeah. another day. Right. That's all it is. You remember that? <laughs> no. Yep. In Come the on. neighborhood. <laughs> that's Queen Latifah. That's before yeah. she had fame as the what is she? The extinguisher? The no, exterminator? The, uh, uh, <laughs> is it the exterminator? The equalizer. The equalizer. Jeez. The equalizer. I thought call, it was the they called me Super Bowl day. Yeah. I was all infused. How dare you? All right, real quick, before <laughs> you get out of here, something to think about. This is according to The Athletic. The Boston Celtics have engaged in conversations with the Sixers revolving around Simmons, expressed interest in the six-foot-11 guard sources tell The Athletic. Wow. Talks have been fluid with no traction as of yet, those sources say. Any potential Simmons deal with the Celtics would have to include all-star forward Jalen Brown and ascending talent who was in the midst of another career season, averaging 25 and a half, six and two and a half assists. And that's Shams saying that? Yes. Wow. Look, if they got Jalen Brown back, then oh. all this is, it's all. Let's over. go. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's having a great season. Yeah. Now, granted, they're extremely top-heavy. Hmm. Absolutely, ridiculously top-heavy. So Jalen Brown's productivity has gone up as a result of it. It's basically him and Jason Tatum. Yeah, they don't play defense either up there. Not not great. No, not great. But look, it's not his fault per se, but you you have somebody automatically who can step in on the wing and get you 20 to 28 a night. Mm-hmm. This like, is true, man. Automatically. Don't, don't get me all hyped up, Mo. I'm not getting hyped up for it. I'm just giving you the report. That's that's huge, man. That is huge. All right, I got the second best Knack song. What's the second best? It was on the same album that came out, Get the Knack with My Sharona. Good Girls Don't. Do you remember that one? Yes. I do. That was, a big, that, was a, that was another hit. No, just Good Girls Good Don't. Good Girls Don't, yeah. How does it go? I'll do the song for you, and you sing it. Yeah. How does no, it go? I'm not singing it. Go play it on YouTube during the you break. Know, though? I you wish know, we huh? could play it. Yeah, I can hear it in my head. Okay. Because I remember it being a hit. I was in ninth grade when this came out. Just give us a little bit. Hit that thumbs up button for Harry. All right, We are 21 likes. Oh, if God. we can get to 100 likes, then Harry's going to sing that song for us. All right? How about that? We get to 100 oh likes. God. Smash away. We have over 100 people watching. You get to 100 likes. Harry's going to sing that song. No. What what is this QVC? <laughs> is this what you do on QVC? Oh, I'm going to shave my arm regardless on QVC. There's no reason. Arm. If we can get a hundred of these shavers sold in the next five minutes, I no, will shave my rear end. No, that's not. That's not QVC. That's like the guys who sell. That's the hard sell guys who sell like the sports memorabilia. Oh, if we got one more of these. I'm going to pump up this Michael Jordan one here for you right now. We're going to do it here for you right now, like. Bye, bye, bye. You know, you have to do it. You have to do it. Oh, like uh, Anthony Cumia used to imitate that guy, the guy that uh, sold the baseball cards late yes, night. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't know what his name is, but yeah, that's, I'll, that's I'll find Sing that song for us, man. Why does it go? I just know. Right? Yes. All right, fellas. Oh, here he goes. Now you you don't know what's going on tomorrow yet, right? No, I don't. No, oh, I don't. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. This I'm is all lie. up in the air. This is right. wow. Well, yeah, I may have some news myself. I'm waiting. Jesus. To hear well, my I'm, I'm trying to wow. get this thing done ahead of time. Oh, and beads out by the way versus the Knicks. 
That's tonight, right? Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and play the Knicks, huh? Mm. <laughs> All right, fellas. Good. Bro. All right. All right. Good. Take it easy. Uh, we come back. By the way, when we come back, Nick Ferguson is supposed to join us for a little bit. Okay. He had, he had something pretty cool. Look at that, by the way. Let's say Xander Kraus, our executive producer across the board on the Jacob Media Sports Channel here. Wow. On the ball. That, that was a seamless transition. Of so background. He, he already changed the banner. Knicks plus one. Do you really need the point? You just take him plus 100 on the money line. I would just take him on the money line. Can you sing that song for us, by the way? I'm going to listen to it during the, during the break. I'm going to listen to it during the break. What's the name of that song again? Good Girls Don't. Yeah. Good Girls Don't. So Nick is out in Denver. He played in the NFL, of course. He's out doing... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel Travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply radio in denver so we're gonna talk about this game he also joey b i'm sure you know who nick ferguson is by all means i also got a text from nick i I don't know if we can play this but because it's on the air and i don't want to get in trouble here from 104.3 the fan where nick is but he spoke with one of the women filing complaints against the nfl and washington as well for what's happened with this whole thing um with it so hmm uh, that alone, I think, is is pretty cool. But yeah, we'll we'll take a quick one. We'll come back. We'll chat with Nick. We'll bounce around a little bit more. I just put a wager in on the Knicks, even money to win this game without Joel Embiid on the floor tonight. So is anybody else back? Harris still out. Five I don't know. Still out? Not sure. Yeah. So we have to keep an eye on that one as well. All right. We're back in three. Hit that thumbs up button. Remember, we get to 100 likes. Harry's coming back with. How does it go again? Good girls don't. Oh, the song, the song. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell All you. Right, we're back in three. It's the movie. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, so, wow. What are you eating? I'm eating. The chocolate-covered almonds? No. Oh. These Annie's sea salt hidden veggies. Oh, yeah. The Knicks line just shot to four and a half. Knicks favored by four and a half? Yeah. Wow. You moved that line that quickly? What? But I jumped in at, no, okay, so. It's off the board. Hmm. Okay. It was Uh-oh. at one and a half. I just looked down. For some reason, it was at four and a half. After I bet it at one and a half, mind you. Looked down, and it was at four and a half, and now it's off the board tonight. So that makes more sense, right? That hmm. it's off the board until yeah. people until people figure out what to do with Embiid. Exactly. I don't know. Are you out on that game, betting that game Knicks-wise, though? Uh, no, I'd probably still take them. I'm kind of interested in this football game tonight. I think it's oh, going to yeah. be kind of an interesting, ugly game. Oh, yeah. These low-scoring totals, like these bad games, they have yeah. a lot of good value here. <laughs> what is it? Really? Is the total like 39 or something? 40 now. Oh, is it 40? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What, just, what is the biggest appeal for you with this game? Well, I, I hate the Bears. Okay? I hate everything about the Bears, everything they stand for. But – uh, I just want to see Pittsburgh play a good, solid, physical football game tonight, you know, and win some game, you know, like maybe 20 to 21, 13, something like that. And I, I, I'll be interested in that, you know, running the football with that guy, Najee Harris. Yeah. yeah you know, maybe Big Ben breaking a couple of tackle, you know, just breaking away from a couple of sacks, 
I just like watching him play when he's playing physical. It's good stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think there's there's some pretty good value with that. You know, the, the problem, of course, is what happens when you're three and a half quarters into this game and it's, you know, 17-9, mm -hmm. which is very yeah, like very, very possible. Right. Yeah. Very possible. <laughs> now, I, I mean, I am just putting together a bunch like I put together uh, two same pick same game parlays just just to see if I can do something here. The total, though. 38 and a half it was last night. It's now mm -hmm. bumped up to 40. Mm. So it was super low for people. Yeah. I went over 38 and a half. I went 250 plus yeah. Big Ben passing yards. Under 84 and a half Najee Harris rushing yards. That's a tough defense to go against. Mm -hmm. Seven plus receiving yards for Zach Gentry. Wow. Tight end. Whoa. Over 34 and a half receiving yards for Allen Robinson. That's two grabs. And then two plus receptions for Cole Komet. Hmm. Well, that was probably because I remember the total was 39 yesterday afternoon. And I was probably sharp action pushing that thing down from 40 to 39 to 38 and a half. Now it's game day. Yep. And the public sees a low total and is, you know, they can't resist the over. So they start bumping it back up. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there he is. is. Nick Ferguson. As promised in the house at Nick Ferguson underscore 25 on Twitter. I've been talking about you coming on earlier in the show. So everybody's all amped up. We have a couple of folks, Joey B specifically out here, a regular on our chat, Eagles fan out in Denver. So when we promised that Nick Ferguson was coming on, this was like his Super Bowl, man. He's through the roof. So we appreciate you, brother. Looking good out there. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. They say you're very good on the radio, but they want they wish you had a better time slot. Well, you know what? Uh, they're absolutely true. I am good at what I do, uh, and, <laughs> and uh, you know you can't you can't really do anything about your time slot. You just kind of, uh, as they say, it is what it is. You just keep fighting a good fight. But uh, I'm glad that they uh, love and enjoy what I'm doing. Beautiful. Well, so I tell you. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, Harry. No, I'm just saying, like, start off with with that Bronco game yesterday. I mean, that that caught me by total surprise. I was working at the time, and I'm glancing up at the screen. I see 16 nothing and 19 nothing. I'm like, what is happening in Dallas? What did you see yesterday? I wasn't really able to dial in on the game, but what a win for the Broncos. Well, what a win for the Broncos. And I have to tell you this. I mean, everyone pretty much on our station here, 104.3 The Fan in Denver, None of us picked the Broncos to win. And obviously you get the trolling on Twitter from Broncos fans saying, hey, you know, now you guys are celebrating a victory Monday, but none of you guys picked him. And I said, well, I bet none of you guys picked him either. Because right. when you look at what, what we were dealing with coming into this game, you trade Von Miller. You look at the Dallas Cowboy-led defense by Dan Quinn. They were holding people to 88 yards, you know, per game. Wow. And obviously the Broncos did a great job of blocking and effectively running the ball. But it was something I didn't anticipate. You get Dak coming back. You're back at home. It is salute to service. The crowd is going to be loud. It's going to be a hostile environment. And I'm thinking, okay, with all the weapons the Cowboys have, I mean, the Broncos can only cross their fingers and hope to stay in the game. But, hey, you know, I, I was wrong. And I, I tell you what, here's what turned the tide for me. When the early on in the game, I think the first two possessions by the Cowboys, they went for it on fourth and one and fourth and two, and they were stuck. 
So mm -hmm. the momentum swing, and you guys understand this in sports, it's so important. And it just yeah. seemed as though, hey, you had a Broncos team. Their back was were, were against the wall. They're on the roll. Dallas decided to disrespect them and go for it on two fourth and one, or fourth and two, and they stuffed them. So the momentum swung back to the defense, and that was, a, I guess, the biggest surprise for me, the way the defense played, especially with Von Miller and seeing what Cleveland was able to do to them on the ground game. So it, overall, I mean, it was kind of a shocking game for me, but I'm glad the Broncos were able to pull it out. So how sustainable is this? Because I'm sure they are moving forward already and you enjoy victory Monday for as long as you can, Nick. Uh, but then now come <laughs> the Eagles right next week. And the Eagles are their own element that they're a tricky team to figure out. Not from like they're a really good team to figure out, but we have no idea who they are on a week to week basis. But how sustainable is what Denver did? What you saw from that offense throws by Teddy Bridgewater as suffocating as that defense was against Dallas now against this Eagles team or just moving forward, I guess, overall as well. Uh, for me, I feel as though it's sustainable, but uh, I mean, they have the talent. Let's, let's be real about that. But the issue is the play calling. We saw, you know, more aggressive play calling for Pat Shermer, something we hadn't seen in, in weeks. And we saw him use Jerry Judy sometimes in the passing game and crossing routes. And even with those kind of trick plays, just kind of expand the defense to open up those passing windows, that's something we didn't see. Now, we can say, well, did that not happen because you didn't have Jerry Judy? No, I don't want to say that because you had other quality wide receivers you could have utilized. But it all boils down to play calling. And I guess for this, this one moment in time, you can call it anomaly, whatever you want to call it, but Pat Sherman decided to change things up. And, and here's something to note. Uh, Noah Fant didn't play in the game because he was on the COVID list. But I would say this, and I was talking about this on the pregame show going in, could we see Sherman utilize the run game more knowing as though Fant wasn't in the game? Because everyone knows Fant is a threat in the passing game, but as a blocker, he absolutely sucks. And yes, I said he sucked because he's very awful when it comes to blocking. <laughs> so Eric Eric Salbert and Albert Okuwebunam, they ran 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends. They threw out of that formation. They ran out of that formation. And both of those guys did a great job holding their blocks and holding the point, something Noah fan couldn't do. So once again, to double down on is it sustainable? Yes. If you put those two guys, tight ends out there on the field, and Pat Shermer calls a more aggressive game. Hey, Nick, how committed is this franchise to Teddy Bridgewater beyond this season, in your opinion? And what is the one thing that he does best, in your view? Well, they're committed to him as long as they continue to win games. I mean, obviously, the reason he's here is because of George Payton and his familiarity with him going back to the Minnesota days. And I would have to say, I mean, the one thing about Teddy that I like, I mean, we're from the same area. We went to rival high schools in Miami. But he's been the same way, you know, from Miami to Louisville to every place he's been. He's just been even killed. And a lot of individuals on air personalities and fans, they don't like that because that's not the image that we see of quarterbacks. We normally see a feisty guy in your face type of uh, quarterback. But, you know, Teddy is a calm guy. And sometimes you need that type of guy in, in the huddle. Just like, you know, Teddy said it himself when he saw that the Cowboys decided to go for it on those two early fourth down plays, 
he too thought it was disrespectful. He got in the huddle and told his guys, they disrespected us. No one thinks that we can win this game. Now we need to go out and punch them in the mouth. Sometimes, you know, you need to yell at guys and sometimes you just need to pat them on the back and tell them, okay, well, this is what we need to do. And Teddy has done a great job of just mastering, just being calm in the midst of chaos. What do you anticipate this defense? This is the side of the ball you played on in the NFL. What do you anticipate this defense does to, and it's not even stop or slow down in the traditional sense, because again, Jalen Hurts, we've seen him throw for 40 times. We've seen him throw for 14 times. There's such a, a level of volatility of, of what this offense can do, but we also know that he's the leading rusher and that he's definitely going to be involved heavily in the game plan there. So when you look at any weaknesses that the Denver Broncos defense have, Nick, and then on top of that, the game plan that you anticipate attacking Jalen Hurts and then that offense secondly. Well, first and foremost, I think Jalen had 62 yards on the ground against the Chargers. So he's always been a dual threat quarterback since yep. his days at Oklahoma and Alabama. And that's always a threat no matter who, who you're playing. And I go back to the when the Broncos faced Baltimore. They had one of the worst, you know, game strategies I've ever seen. Well, we know Lamar can run the ball. So they try to run this kind of mush rush. And they didn't really put pressure on him and allow him to throw the ball down the field. That is something I hope they learn from and they don't repeat against Jalen Hurts. And there, there are several people here when we were thinking about, okay, well, what direction we were going to go at the quarterback position? Jalen Hurts was out there. The Eagles were trying to figure out their situation. I said, if you want to trade for a guy, Jalen Hurts would be your guy. I mean, I can't tell you how many people just kind of start throwing rocks at me for saying that, but I respect the game of Jalen Hurts. And to me, he can definitely hurt you with his arms and his legs. You go back to the game he played against the New Orleans Saints, and no one expected him to, be, to win the win that game and be competitive against those guys, but he was. And if you are, you know, Vic Fangio, you try to keep somewhat of the same game plan. I know Dak is not as athletic as Jalen, but you definitely want to make sure that your outside linebackers, they put an edge on the defense. And if he's going to run, we're going to force him to the teeth of the defense and run through the A-gaps. That way you can have guys like Kenny Young and Dresser Strunner at our linebackers. Now they can pound on him and you know how it works in this game hits on a quarterback accumulative. So once we get to the fourth quarter, now they're going to stop calling those design quarterback runs. So you, you try to make him a pocket passer, and, that, and that's easier said than done, because he can, believe it or not, and I'm, you guys have seen it, he can make throws from the pocket. Now, here's the problem for the Eagles. For me, you guys don't really have a lot of outside weapons. You got Devontae Smith, and you got, you know, uh, your linebacker, Dallas, you know, uh, Goddard. But other than that, I mean, who do you have that I would look at as a defensive coach and say, well, that's a big threat for me. Now, mm -hmm. your threat comes in the backfield with Howard and Boston Scott. Now, if they can get these guys out on the perimeter and get them matched up with the linebackers, that's where you can take advantage of the Broncos' defense. How was the Von Miller trade received out there? I thought it was a great trade for Denver with two second-day picks. Uh, in the draft, um, George Payton, I thought it did a really good job. What, what's the uh, the thought process out there right now? Well, it, it's been a week. Everything is kind of, you know, selling down just a little. But when it first happened, uh, there were people on both sides of the fence. There were people who were sad to see him go. He spent 11 years here. He was by far John Elway's best draft pick ever, right? Mm -hmm. Hands down. 
And there were other people who were like, well, you know, Vaughn has, has kind of lost a step. He's not the same player. He's hurt. So go ahead and trade him. And, you know, once you reach 27 years of age in professional football, it, it, it almost seems like you're always you're in your 50s or 60s, which is like <laughs> dog years. But, you know, I never looked at Vaughn as being a guy who was kind of deteriorating. I just look at a guy whose body was breaking down because the Broncos didn't effectively under John Elway get someone to play opposite him because Bradley Chubb was supposed to be that guy. But both he and Bradley Chubb only played one season together. After mm -hmm. that, it was just either Chubb by himself or Vaughn by himself. And one of my uh, studio uh, uh, counterparts, uh, we had a discussion in our war room. Brandon Stokely said, well, hey, he was always advocating for Vaughn to be traded. And that was kind of wild because, hey, you play with Vaughn and you, and you speak of another guy in this particular way. And he said, well, well, Vaughn, once again, his skill set had diminished. I said, well, let's look back at the, that, at the Thursday night football game against the Cleveland Browns where they just ran roughshod over the Broncos. I mean, what, what Kevin Stefanski did was something that we see not only happen to Vaughn, but you do it to a lot of elite pass rushers. You take that tight end, sit him off the ball, you chip him, and then now you have the tackle to block him. So that's what was happening to Vaughn and why his numbers were down. You know, but I still think he is one hell of a pass rusher uh, I, as a player that played this game. I am happy that uh, George Payton did him a solid. Instead of sending him to a team that wasn't in contention, they sent him to a Rams team that, I guess, last night against Tennessee, they didn't look like they were contending for anything. But <laughs> nope. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that uh, Sean McVay would definitely write that shit. But he's in a great place. Uh, we're kind of coming to grips with it. And I'll tell you this. I, I think the, the emotional side of that affected the team. And a lot of those young guys who got a chance to play yesterday in Dallas, you know, it, it inspired them to go out and take advantage of the opportunity. And that's what they did. Nick Ferguson on Twitter at Nick Ferguson underscore 25. As you can see, the Nick and Cecil show six to nine. Now that's mountain time on 104.3 The Fan. I don't think that's too late, especially local time. Who's out there bitching on our chat that you were on too late locally? That's that's evening right there. That's six to nine local time. That's not late at all, Nick. Well, 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 see, you know what? It, it's the fans saying that our show is so good. They want it on earlier. Earlier. Right? Got it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Got that, it. That, that's all it is. And, and okay. look, at the way I look at it, they're still showing some love. But, hey, if you out there, you still can, whether you're in your car, you're on your Alexa, when you get home, you know, you can still turn the TV on and still play <laughs> the Nick and Cecil show. So. Let me ask you this. We, we have to talk about this interview that you did as well that caught fire, and, and rightfully so, where you spoke with Megan Imbert, who is part of a greater suit here, bringing on a complaint to both Washington and the NFL. Before that, I am curious, just to kind of look beyond this weekly matchup or this weekend's matchup against the Eagles and the Broncos, who's the best team in the NFL right now? Wow. You know what? Uh, that's kind of a toss-up. It all depends week to week. Like At one point, it was Arizona, and we saw what happened to them. And then it was the Rams thought to believe it was them, and then we saw what happened with Tennessee. And then after that, you know, my third team was the Buffalo Bills, but they were beaten by the Jacksonville Jaguars in a baseball score. So right now, mm -hmm. it, it's kind of a, a, a toss-up. I, I really don't know at this point. And, th and this is the thing that makes this game up so great and the fact that we have 17 weeks now instead of 16 weeks 
you know, no one has really separated themselves from right. the pack and everyone is kind of kind of mashed together. You still have teams in a division or in different conferences that are really close and really tight. So un unlike other years when we watch football and we say, OK, by week 10, we already know, well, the cream is already rising to the top right now. We have no idea because the, when you think about the Tennessee Titans, no Derrick Henry. That was kind of the linchpin of their offense. And they go into, you know, SoFi Stadium and they not only punched the Rams in the mouth, they punched them, they slammed them, they suplexed them, anything you want to do. Jim, <laughs> Jimmy stupefied Snicker off the top rope. He did all of that against the Rams. And, and right now they are looking like the best team in the NFL. But all you have to do is give it one week and someone else is going to rise. It all top. changes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, How surprised are you with uh, what Kansas City's been doing thus far this year? I mean, kind of scuffling around, turning the ball over a lot, just not looking at all like the team that we've seen the last two or three years. Well, to be totally honest, I, I'm really not shocked because let's go back and watch the two uh, playoff runs of the Kansas City Chiefs. The one thing that they were doing well were, you know, they were not turning the ball over. They had excellent field position. And they were outscoring their opponents at a high rate. Now, all of those things disguise the defense that wasn't that great. The defense that gave up big plays. Defense that were they didn't do good against uh, teams that had effective run games. But now you're not making those plays that you used to make. Those kind of Brett Favre improvisation plays that are those wild plays that we used to seeing. You know, Patrick Mahomes make. He's not making those plays anymore, right? right. Those explosive plays down the field. Right. We're not right. seeing that because when we look at Kansas City over the past two years, ex the explosive plays are the plays that put them in position to score points in the red zone because they were one of the worst teams uh, towards the bottom as far as scoring inside the red zone. The reason was because the, they, the, a lot of their plays came on chunk splash plays. Those plays are not even there. And their defense is definitely getting exposed every week. And Sorensen, man, as a safety Man, it's disappointing watching him go out and play because he's giving up plays in the passing game and plays in the run game. So Spagnuolo is going to have to do something, but I do have a lot of confidence in Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid that they're going to try try to right the ship. When when that's going to happen, I have no idea, but I know this team is more than capable of having one of those explosive games. So let's talk about this interview that you guys did as well, because I'm curious just how it came about and what you learned that maybe wasn't out there ahead of time or just maybe a, not even specific detail, but just kind of what came from, because this has been a big story, especially with stuff leaking from John Gruden to Adam Schefter, stuff kind of leaking with people not directly involved with Washington, but around the team. What came, how did the interview come about first, Nick? And then what really came from it in your opinion? Well, for me, the reason I wanted to do it because, you know, the sports culture has changed significantly or it's been the same, but no one's really been uh, opening their mouth to talk about it. And when the thing, the story came out with Washington football team, I said, well, you know, I consider myself uh, a good Christian man and I always want to do the right thing. And I hate to see anyone, you know, no matter white, black, male, female, anyone from the LBGTQ community, not not really get their, you know, equal rights or equal representation. So I sought, you know, Megan out and I went to interview her to get her story, because usually in a lot of these cases, 
that, you know, when someone comes out and they say, well, this is something that happened to me, instead of thinking about the people who committed the act and holding them responsible, we normally attack the person who's making the allegations. Well, why are you making the allegations? Why now? Why not then? Because we live in a world, even in a broadcast business and even in corporate America, when something happens to you, you know, you want to tell someone, but you don't know who to tell, right? You want to go to human resources, but you know, when you think of human resources, are they working for you or are they working for the company? So I wanted to hear someone else's inside point of view. And she did a great job of discussing it. It was a lot of things that she could not discuss. And the whole idea is that when situations happen like this, there are those NDAs, those non-disclosure agreements that keep individuals from talking about situations. And we never hear about owners or organizations who have bad workplace culture because of the NDA. And just think about what we've seen over the past two weeks. You got the cow beat situation and, and the NHL, right? You got this going on in the NFL with the Washington football team and John Gruden's emails. Then we have issues with the Portland Trailblazers and the NBA and the Phoenix Suns. So the workplace culture and the chaos that's associated with it, it is everywhere, but normally we're not talking about it. We talk about the X's and O's of basketball and, and football, but we never really talk about the inner workings of the workplace culture. And I just felt it was time to talk to someone, get this story out. And if there are other men, women who have gone through this, that you have a platform to let your voice be heard. And I don't care who you are. You should not abuse your power over, over anyone. So we just, we, we just have a voice, man, because we're on air. We have mics in front of our faces. And for me, I, I just don't want to consider myself to be just a talking head. Right. I want to consider myself, even as an ex-football player, to be a journalist to talk about the real hard-hitting stories that are affecting us. And just so happens, this is a story that are just affecting us in the sports world as well as the business world as well. Do you think there's a whole lot more to come out of uh, re regarding that investigation into Washington football team? Did, Did Nick, Nick not freeze? hear me? No, I think he froze. Oh, he froze. Oh, okay. Oh, man. There Did he you hear us, Nick? I, I, okay, Hold guys, on, you guys have me? Yep, we got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Did you hear the question? I, I asked you, if the, do you think there's a whole lot more to come out of that investigation of the Washington football team? Yeah, I, I, I do, because with Congress getting involved and telling the NFL last week, yeah. hey, you got to hand us over everything that you have on this investigation in the NFL didn't completely comply. And you have congressmen and congresswomen saying, okay, well, you need to comply because you don't want to have trouble with us. Or as the kids say now, you don't want that type of smoke. Because <laughs> the reason being, the, the reason being, think about it, we go back to antitrust laws, right? It, mm -hmm. it was kind of negotiated years ago, allowing the NFL to negotiate on behalf of all their teams instead of, you know, the small market teams having to negotiate television deals for themselves. So the NFL, you know, they, they have that ability to negotiate and they don't want to lose that. So if Congress mm -hmm. is asking you for something, you give it. But here's where it changes things to as well. And it affects things here in Denver. Now, come 2022 uh, of March, we may have a new owner here in Denver. And with these so-called congressional hearings that may take place, a lot of information is going to come out 
about owners. There are going to be people who are going to be named. And idea to talk about, you know, an episode of, of Jerry Seifo where they say, well, you never name names. In this case, you're going to have to because <laughs> this is why the NFL didn't want to continue the investigation. Like stopping with just John Gruden, that wasn't enough. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, John Gruden wasn't kind of, oh, I say John Gruden was a smoking gun. You're communicating with Bruce Allen, who's working inside the Washington football team. And there's 650,000, not hundred, but thousand emails. There has to be some form of exchange that has taken place to incriminate someone. And it may even go back as far as the Colin Kaepernick situation. We don't know, but we need to get that information out so we know what's going on. And once again, NFL, you want to comply because you don't want to lose those those kind of freedoms you have un under the antitrust laws. Yeah. Well, I see that you're a Heisman voter. Who's your leader in the clubhouse right now? Oh, see, as a Heisman <laughs> voter, I can't tell you that. See, you have to you, you have to wait. That that's one of the the things or perks of being part of the group. You're inside the group, but you can't tell anyone. Which way are you you're going either way? Right. But I'll tell you. It's like you Fight this, Club. Let's talk. Yeah, it's like Fight Club, yeah. right? For, what's the first what's the first rule of Fight Club? Doesn't right. exist. You, Doesn't exist. Don't talk right. about Fight Club. Right. You don't talk about uh Fight Club. But here's what I will say as we talk about college football. I, I don't like the current format. I mean the BC mm. old BCS, I didn't really like that as well. Uh, but the current format where you only have four teams in. To me, you, you eliminate so many quality teams who can't really get in. And we've seen some good teams over the years who have not been allowed to play and showcase their talent because that that is expansion for that particular program from recruiting and you know, money, a monetary standpoint as well. And I don't like the concept of, okay, well, you got Georgia's playing well, and I can't knock Georgia, but Bama has one loss. And I'm, I get tired of this whole idea of, a one-loss SEC team is better than an undefeated team from another conference. I absolutely hate that. So my idea is, okay, well, I say, well, you make it six teams. The top two teams, just like in the NFL, you get a bye, and you let the other four teams, you know, fight it out, and then you play it that way. So every single conference is represented. That's the way I look at it, because why have five power five conferences, but you continue to tell us every single year the SEC – is the bell of the ball, and we have to have two of those teams. Well, just to say, you know, I still see it right here, updated. Bryce Young is the favorite, so mm. we could just name names, and, and you could blink <laughs> once if you like them, blink twice. <laughs> Nick, man, okay, we... <laughs> so <laughs> if you want it, how about this? You You give the names, and I will clap when you get to the right one. How about that? All right, look, if, okay. if we're going to offer that one up, then who are we to pass, especially since... No, 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 we're not going to do that. No, no, oh. we're not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> you had me there. I was like... Yeah, I thought, I, was, I thought it was legit. Uh, well, forget the highest, yeah. but real quick, on, on the way out, who does anybody beat Georgia? Let's start there. Wow, that, that is hard to say, man. I don't think at this point uh, anyone does. And you got to think, Georgia's been in this position before where they can actually make history for uh, their school and their program, but it's always the SEC game, and then they're playing against Alabama, and then they lose, and that kind of knocks them out. So I'm hoping that they could – and just think, I'm a Georgia Tech guy saying it, so I can't believe I'm doing this. But <laughs> uh, at, 
at this point, I, I think they can run the table. And even, you know, facing Alabama in the SEC game, they have the ability to beat them. That defense, man, it, it's just, they're just being out of their minds right now. And any time in college football that you have a defense that can get after teams like that and smother them in the passing game and the run game, you have an opportunity. And, and once again, when you look at Alabama, when you look at Georgia, the, the, usually Alabama is able to separate themselves due to the, the experience of their athletes. And they have all these five-star blue chip ESPN 100 players, but now mm -hmm. Georgia can say the same thing. So now what we're seeing is there's more parity in college football than we've seen in years past. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you brother for hanging with us, man, and spending some time with us talking about everything that you have going on from crazy with the college football scenario to the Heisman and that awesome interview that you did as well. So thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Always. Thank Nah, see, up. you froze right at the end. Froze up right at the end. Huh. I think he was going to tell us who was in the lead for the Heisman exactly. and he froze up. <laughs> Heisman committee was looking. They're monitoring yeah. all interviews. And he you know that, that Georgia defense, Aton has held seven of their nine opponents to 10 points or less. I, I just, and I, two I can't shutouts. believe that. Yeah. yeah. And they're playing yeah. an SEC schedule. Right. It's not like right. these are all cupcakes. Arkansas yeah. State Pine Bluff. Right. I mean, that is insanity. All right, we have to take a quick one here. That's a lot from Nick hanging out with us. Yeah, that was really good. Let's come back. Hit that thumbs up button if you're hanging with us. Make sure you subscribe as well. It's the middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Uh, David Montgomery is going to play tonight. Apparently, uh, Embiid is in the health and safety protocol. Oh, no. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing here. Uh, so he could miss a, a well, bunch of This isn't games. a rest night. No, it, it was supposed to be a rest night for him, but he's apparently in the H&S protocol, which could mean he's going to miss several games. Wow. Yeah. So Harris, Theibel, a bunch of guys just piling up at this point, huh? Yeah. What Who's is it? Playing? Isaiah nice. Joe, isn't he in there too? Yeah, Ike. Ike Joe. Who's playing tonight? <laughs> Good question. They might have to roll out the uh the 87ers tonight. Yeah, John Clark. Yes, source confirms Joel Embiid has entered health and safety protocols and could miss several games. So the Sixers without Joel, Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, Thibel, Isaiah Joe, all in the protocol. Not Joe. <laughs> Say it ain't so, Joe. Yeah, exactly. Now that's so. insane. You're telling me you're not taking the Knicks tonight? No, Come on. No. What's gotta, wrong with you? Gotta take the Knicks. Knicks down anybody? I know they got Noel and Gibson back recently, last week at least. Mm. You know, RJ Barrett's on this little tear here. Uh huh. Not Jason Barrett in no. the eight at eight. The eight at eight. Yeah. Did you make the eight at eight this week? No, but uh, a, a mutual friend of ours did. Who was that? Barrett Brooks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was that Santa Luquito piece, I think. Oh, okay. You thought I was talking about Stazak on that group That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Or Lombo or something. We're on this group text now, and I just send random stuff to to Stazak. Absolute disaster. Just to see if Stazak, just to get the response. It's amazing. And and he's the only only (laughs) one that responds to you. Barrett every now and again. Yeah, Barrett, but Barrett sends me a text. What are they talking about? <laughs> I mean, what what is he saying? Yeah, I mean, all right, here, here's an example. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh the Birdman. Oh, yeah. AKA Bell <laughs> and the Birdman told me there can only be one. So you need to figure it out. Yeah. I, I'm like, what is that? What are you talking about? I'm all Bell and the Birdmaned up. Like some effing piece of shit slob. I'm all burn manned up, cuz. Just, just, I want, you know, that's stuff that Joe likes. Joe likes that stuff. Stazak likes it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Then why don't you just send it to Stazak and leave Barrett, myself, and Jason Martinez out of it? Because it's not fun if you don't see it. 
you, you know, fear of missing out. I don't yeah. want you to be out there. And I don't suffer from FOMO. <laughs> Maybe when you start seeing these texts, you might wait a sec. Wait a sec. What's happening there? What's happening there? It's all. I don't know where the bell oh, thing came from. I, I was, don't know either. Bell all, and the Birdman. I was all Birdmaned out. <laughs> you ever see that show? Oh, that no. God awful movie. But we have the Birdman on the stream. Like, were you referencing Birdman no, no, 990? Not, no, not. I would specifically mention the 990. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely right. I just throw stuff at state. See what see what he knows. See what he doesn't. Some of his responses are even crazier than your questions. Yeah, so I, gotta, I gotta be honest. Well, that's why you know I'm gonna keep it going. I'm gonna keep it moving. Oh, yeah. gotta, Let's get him going. on. Let's get him on, huh? Jeez. Um, let me get one oh, of his man. responses. Let's see where is he. Well, I just I I made something up about an individual going after him. Well, you said, give me your top five nesters. Go ahead. And yeah. he responded. He did. With, <laughs> with five being the empty nester, four being big birds nester, three nester of Pylos, which I have no idea what that is. Two is Herb Brooks, the hockey coach. And then one, the ex-presidents. Wait a second. What about, is Herb's middle name Nestor? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know where he gets this stuff. Seriously. Herb Brooks? I think he's all Birdmaned out, too. I think so, yeah. He's all slobbed out like the Birdman. Not Birdman 99. That's a completely different individual. That's no, Yeah, no. we appreciate it. Or the great song from the Hooters back on their EP in, like, 1982. Bird Let Man. me be your Birdman. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I was listening to when I was texting. Oh, okay. Oh. It was crazy, mm. man. Crazy. Joe yeah. Spazak. He's gets, he gets these texts. He doesn't know what to do with them. Seeing if this line came back up here real quick. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's at one still. How? Knicks oh. are now minus 110 on the money line, but they're still getting a point. That's crazy. Both teams are minus 110 right now. Well, it so it's back on the line. board. It's back on. Yep. Wow. Back on the board. I don't, I don't understand how it's at one right now. Well, apparently there's something going on with uh, Jalen Brown, too. That um, he might, he's out for a while. On the Celtics. Yes. Mm. Well, I know he was dealing with COVID initially, and that's what delayed his. I think this is an injury. Okay. I think this is like a physical injury. Let me find it. Well, I mean, if you're right now the Philadelphia 76ers, you're trading a guy who is technically out. Mm -hmm. So depending on how serious this injury is. Is that going to be a deterrent to trade for? Probably not, right? No, I wouldn't think so. Here we go. Shams, a half hour ago, Celtics all-star Jalen Brown will likely miss one to two weeks wow. with a right hamstring strain, the team says. So he's down for a little while. Maybe in that period of time, they can get this him? deal done. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I would love that. Boy, I tell you, if Ben doesn't like it here, yeah. You go ahead and, and pull that shit up in Boston. Oh, they will let you have it. Don't shoot yeah. jump shots or layups right. or dunks or what have you. Yeah. Right. You're going to be asking for a trade to Minnesota like it's nothing. There's no lick face supporters up there no. that are going to bail you out. Not at all. Okay. That's no, exactly it. You're right. There's not going to be anybody licking a they, damn thing. They will unload. I almost yeah. want this to happen just to follow along and see how bad it does get. For Simmons up there, but we'll mm -hmm. see. I mean, at, at this point, well, we'll wasn't the thing uh, after our show on Friday? I think it came down that the Sixers were going to start fining him again. 
No, we talked. I think we talked about it. We talked. I remember talking about it. I think it came down Thursday. Oh, it was Thursday. Okay. Yes, because I remember. Well, actually, now now I don't remember because it, it was in my column last week. Me referencing how Simmons would. Oh, you know what it was? It, there were two reports. The first report was that he was refusing to work with the Sixers right. regarding getting help. The right. second report was that the Sixers, yes, were starting to find Simmons. That might have come out on Friday now. I think that it was I, Friday right. afternoon. Because we talked about the first report because it came out earlier in the week and we had plenty of show time to do that. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Okay. Yep. Wow, that totals yep. up to 40 and a half now tonight. Wow. How about the Ravens? Seven on the road? I don't know, man. Don't yeah, know at Miami. It's a short week. Still no Tua. Not that, that doesn't that really, matter. really matter. That wouldn't no. really matter, yeah. It's just a um, lot of points on the road. It is. And Baltimore squeaks by, granted, in overtime. I, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to make of that. Tampa 9 on the road at Washington football team. Yeah, it bumped up now 9.5. Is it? Both of those teams come off the bye, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think and that's too much? I think that's a lot. Buffalo, Buffalo laying 13 against the Jets. I saw that. I'm tempted to lay that smash factor. It's so much, man, on the road. But are they really going to have two duds, two straight games on the road? Well, they've had, I mean. You say they start out slow, right? They, they've had a lot, a couple of slow starts of late. Because I had them against Miami two weeks ago or whatever it was. And they were losing the game in the third quarter. And then all of a sudden they turned it on. They, I think they forced a couple of turnovers. They ended up yeah. covering the number. Um, and it was a, like a 10 point line. And I was, uh, uh, you think they could get down out. and then come back jets bills. Halftime full-time is plus five fifty. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a 47 and a half total. I jumped in three ahead last night. I jumped in on the, let's see. Nope, that was not it. God, I got the Rams at 11 last night in game, and I thought that was going to hit wow. easily. Yeah, that, that was a stunner. So was uh, Arizona. I was surprised at that, too. San Fran just laid down, man. Wow. Nothing. So I jumped in next week, Denver minus two and a half. I don't know why that's so short, but I thought it was going to be a little bit more. So I jumped in Denver minus two and a half. I jumped in the over 52 last night for the Falcons and Cowboys. Hmm. Dallas, no offense. I think a lot. Of, it's just above that number at 51. So I, I think that's going to go. And then I took the Chargers. Look, Chargers are laying again two and a half. They're back home against Minnesota. Yeah. Two straight losses now for the Vikings. Tight one there. I, I kind of like Minnesota. Do you really? On the road? Yeah, yeah I kind of do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that. That's deflating. Two straight losses. The way in which they have close ones. You I think saw the Chargers let down back yeah, home. That's what I kind of think. Yeah, you can't trust the Chargers either. You really can't. five and three, right? Yeah, I know, but they're I mean, terrible. Come on. no, they're not terrible. You can't trust. You them. You want to trust Kirk Cousins instead? I guess it's uh, splitting an apple here, right? I saw on your buddy Nick Ferguson's Twitter at Nick Ferguson underscore twenty five. Uh, he liked and or copied a tweet and commented on it that the Broncos always seem to show up against the Cowboys apparently 
with the win in 2021. They beat them 42-17 back in 2017, four years earlier, 51-48, four years before that, 17-10, four years before that, 24-21. This goes all the way back to 1998. What is it? 42-23. That's like uh, seven straight. Seriously? Yeah. Holy shit. I had no idea that trend. No, me neither. Wow, that is still jumped in. You still jumped in on Denver plus the points without knowing that. Yeah, and and I don't know why. It was 10 and a half last week, and it was one of these Sunday night things. I was high-key faded. (laughs) You know, how about this the other night? So I have the Lakers. I I don't know why, but I just countered. I, I took the Lakers at plus points when they lose to Portland the other night. Before the game starts, I'm just I'm sitting here. You ever have this? Like you're you're sitting there on your phone. What's that? Pure bowl. Pure bowl. You ever have this uh, like pass out moment where you're on your phone and like you're passing out, and maybe you hit something, like you click something, or you just inadvertently. Yeah. No. So I inadvertently cashed out that bet. Oh. No, they lost. I would have lost. Oh, you would have lost. Okay. Yeah, I was all blacked out, all burned manned up. And I accidentally cashed out Lakers plus five. All right. And then I looked the next day and they lose that game. Where is the wife and the kid at this point when you're all bird manned up on your phone? Oh, everybody's passed out. They're all they're all in bed. Yeah, everybody's out. Do you ever sleep? Uh yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I, I get through. I have to more and more though now. I mean, it's it's starting to catch up. So. Yeah, but uh, I try. You know, I, I honestly, I I think when I put it together, the grand scheme of things, I can get you know four to four to five hours or so. Is that it, man? Last night I must have gotten almost nine. No, it's hard, man. Hmm. It was great. What did you do? Just pass out did you eat it no i just went to bed at like 8 8 20 okay yeah 8 20 i'll yeah. tell you though, now with daylight savings mm-hmm. it's like having a dog earlier in my life where the child doesn't know any different mm-hmm. what's so the deal up, with the dog now how oh, long he's, he's still up he's he's loving it man he's so. never gonna want to come back probably not but that's yeah. okay you know we'll make it work but <laughs> he's he's got as much He's got like two acres. I mean, it's awesome yeah. territory. Yeah, this girl up there who she's like thirteen. You know, sleeps in bed with him and everything. Like, oh, he yeah. Loves, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You consider he's him adopted. He's he's out. I think so. I yeah. think so. If I'm ace, I'm staying up there. Yeah, and I think why not? Like he's he's got the life up there by all means. <laughs> but that's the that's the thing I'm dealing with here is is now like having to my schedule adjusts, but the kids does not. Mm. So it's just, oh, what was eight is now seven and just a pain in the ass. Right. Are you ready for another one here? Yeah, we got, uh, what do we got, about five minutes left? Uh, Give or take, yeah, about four minutes or so. All right, so I have uh, gave you that earlier one here. This is the other one. One plus Justin Field passing touchdown, over 200 yards passing for Big Ben. Under 104 and a half rushing for Najee Harris. Mm. Over 24 and a half receiving yards for Allen Robinson. Seven plus receiving yards for Zach, Zach Gentry. The tight end. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's Why a, is that so low? No. So 
what happens on these same game parlays is you get to play either the number or you can play sliders. Mm. So the sliders are like seven plus nine plus 11 plus, as opposed to it being an over under 11 and a half. Okay. So let's assume that Zach Gentry's number is 11 and a half, the over under you can play slider. So if you play seven plus, then you're sacrificing some odds on that. Mm. But if you build enough on the same game parlay, you know, five leg same game parlay can get you plus a thousand if you play it right, or it can get you plus two hundred. Yeah, depending on how safe you want to play with the slide. I always is way slide. different than Barrett's kind of sliders. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's no crave case no. for these sliders here, Harry. No. All right? You don't have, you don't have to drive fifty miles one way to get this slider. Nope. Although I do have to drive every now and again to place a wager in New Jersey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go over the bridge and sit there, like over the Taconi Palmyra. No, not even. No, I go. Oh, what's the one on the turnpike? Oh, it's, I don't know if it has a name. I don't think so either. Yeah, but it has turnpike bridge. Exactly, it's the yeah. turnpike extension. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even need to go over the river. You can go to like Bristol. Really, right on the yeah. You can oh, be that's right violation. Well, what do you want from me? I mean, how do they, how do they allow that? That's bad GPS. Same thing on 95. If you're on 95 and you're in traffic or you're stopped or you're not driving. I've done it before, too, where I've been on the PA side and I've placed a wager on the jersey. The geolocator is all screwed up. And wow. Warped. Yep. Yep. All right. So we got uh, Russell. Will. I was looking for this, too. I guess it's off the board. What? Next week's Packers uh, Seahawks game. Yeah. Where is that? I guess um, Russ is looking to come back this week as well. It was Green Bay minus five and a half, 49 and a half. It's over. It's off the board. It's right off now. the board now. Okay. Holy shit. Because I guess Aaron could come back on Saturday right. just in uh, time. He wouldn't be able to practice, but I don't know how big of a deal that is. No, you could have Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers back. Yeah. All right. We'll figure out what's going on tomorrow, the rest of the week here, as we inch closer to the Eagles and Broncos. Monday Night Football, we'll recap and talk a lot about that coming up. And Sixers, we'll see what happens here with another player. Joel Embiid now added to the protocol. Mm. All right, we'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed to the Jacob Media YouTube channel. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm 
and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.